This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the preseason standouts and comment on the roster. We come up with the injury report. And of course, my yearly precarious predictions. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, John, Dan, Will, and Keith. And maybe Ricky. Did we get everyone? <laughs> yo 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 what's up y'all yo yo, yo what's yo, happening yo 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 hey. it's full house today welcome to harry hog football episode number 430 where i put out a call to harry hog nation for some help on the podcast and we've got a plethora of responses so today we a have plethora. some we have redskins fans from representing all parts of the nation and we're gonna yes, let sir. them They've been listening to the podcast for years, and I'll let them introduce themselves and tell them tell you a little bit about how long they've been Redskins fans, and where they hail from, and just stuff like that. Of course, we got Will the Fifth. We'll start off with Will, who's been on the podcast before. Yo, yo, yo! What's up, Harry Hog Nation? Good to be back on. You know the Fifth checking back in. Yeah, hailing from the district, baby, right here in D.C. Hell to the Redskins, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> What's happening, Will? Yo. All right, next up we got uh, Keith. Yo, Keith from New Mexico, sister state of Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Uh, started watching during Zoin's first year, so I've only Zorn. seen us suck. <laughs> Dude, that's all right. We've been, wa- we've been watching since we won the last Super Bowl, and we've only seen us suck, too, so there's not much difference. <laughs> and I'm the one that appears on the uh, – the live show is Rabbit Reds, the stat person and injury guy. There you go, man. Welcome. Yeah, so Rabbit, Re- or sorry, Keith, we're we're he doesn't we're not going with Rabbit Reds anymore. Only Keith. <laughs> Keith, there we go. Will be our stats guy and keep us in line because you know we need that. And um, also from the uh, few hours away from me in the center of the country, a city that no longer has a football team. We, we have. Uh, <laughs> We have Dan, also known as Shanny's Glass Eye, on What's the up, podcast. Harry Hog Nation. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I've been a Skins fan since I was a little kid. My dad's from D.C. I grew up in New York. Uh, my first memory was Super Bowl Twenty Two. My dad took me to a friend's house, and he wanted to, uh, I guess, indoctrinate me into the Redskins. And back then, you know, I thought we'd win Super Bowls, and that's just kind of how it went. And uh, it's been kind of rough for the last couple of years, but I'm, you know, still a diehard. You know, I watch it every week, and you know, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Awesome. Well, that's, a good, that's a good man right there. Good man. There you go. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so it's a full house today. I think a little bit later we're going to have uh, Ricky Garcia joining us, who has come up with the idea to do Ricky Ricky's Rookie Report. So oh, we'll see if um, if Ricky can join us. He might be online now. And, and John is still in recuperation mode, yes. John is on the pup list. He says... Um, that he will be back by the start of the season. So I texted him this morning to see if he was going to, you know, venture out on the field today, and um, I didn't hear back. So hopefully we'll have John back next week. John today. That's right. 
So, uh, you know, we'll have to assign him some, you know, game balls and kicking the balls from the last game <coughs> of preseason. Which isn't even on the uh, agenda to talk about the last game of the preseason <laughs> because who really cares? So, uh, but anyway. Um, all right. So, uh, everybody, let's do it around the table, I guess. I mean, this is new for us. Let's uh, preseason standouts. Who wants to start it out? All right. Let's hear from some of the new guys. Come on. And I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to add Ricky in while you guys talk amongst yourselves. Discuss. I thought Chris Thompson had a pretty stellar preseason. I did too, man. I don't. I don't uh, disagree with that. I think, um, you know, in the past, I felt like we. I think I said this on the podcast last week. I felt like we keep holding on to Chris Thompson, and I really want to see something more from him. So maybe this is the year we see that. If the if the preseason is, you know, foretelling uh, of I, that. I really think the thing. Well, they gave him the extension. Yeah, they did. You're two, you're absolutely uh, right. Two year extension think- for two point seven five million. And he's the kind of back that really fits into the way the NFL is played now, where, you know, a smaller, shiftier back can catch passes out of the backfield to make plays. Like the guy from Kansas City on Thursday night, you know, he, he really fits kind of the same mold. And the Redskins don't run the ball particularly well. So I think that he's a lot more versatile. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. It's uh, I'm, I'm interested to see. I mean, I, I know he's got the extension. I hope uh, I hope he has a good, solid two years and, you know, we can we can utilize him. Uh, and he doesn't get injured. And that's the thing. That's where I'm you know, I'm most concerned is like, is he going to get injured? Seemed like for a while there, his, you know, his handwork was, I don't know. He was dropping some of those little passes, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll be a solid, solid guy next two years. It's yeah, crazy. It's, I'm sitting here racking my brain for anybody that did anything well, but I can't. But I can think of a few people that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still on the team? <laughs> Dude, let's get let's get to the sucky people in a minute. I'm sure we can think of other people that stood out. I thought like in those last few games that uh Mac Brown is that his name? Yeah. Well, yeah I always like say yeah, the I always say guys' they names and then I'm like P. Ryan. I thought he looked better than P. Ryan, but of course he was going against you know, I guess the thirds, but still, I mean, that dude turned it up. And he had a pretty big game last year in Chicago too, right at the end of the season. If, yeah. If memory serves, but didn't, I mean, he ended up getting cut, didn't he? Yeah. I think he was on the practice squad. squad. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he stood out he to me. 95 for the preseason, 95 total, 3.8 a carry. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks stats yep. guy. We need that. um yeah i mean i thought he did i thought he looked better to me than p ryan and like i say if they were both drafted at the same level then pretty much everyone would be like oh yeah mac brown is in front of p ryan but i mean we just see the preseason game so i don't know what goes on in practice but i don't know i understand it's just preseason man but ever since p ryan been on the team they've been hyping him up like he's been like (laughs) did this He's like he's been—he's just God coming from Oklahoma. He set all these records in Oklahoma. And he's gonna come here, and he's so shifty, and this, this, and that, and the other. And I ain't seen none of it yet, you know. But I mean, hey, he got the regular season to prove us all wrong. But yeah. yeah. And then, um, so uh, all right, so no one was surprised, I'm sure that um, that we cut uh, Matt Jones. Oh yeah, he was. He knew he was. He was gone. Oh, yeah, the the, the right oh, was yeah. on the wall with him. He knew. He was. He was gone. He, he was talking like, 
I can't believe he actually made training camp the way that that whole saga went down in the offseason either. Because he was, like, demanding a trade. And who's, who are you, dude? You just fumble the ball. <laughs> I know. I need a trade. He, he just totally team. got bit. <laughs> they picked he's, him up yeah, off he's, waivers. Yeah, he's, on, he's in Indianapolis, right? Yep. Oh, is he? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. See, yep. I always yep. worry that when that stuff happens that, like, Dallas or, like, the Eagles or Giants will pick up these guys and they'll just come back to just destroy us. Well, that's oh, what they did with Sudfield. Oh, yeah. So what happened with oh, yeah. Sudfield? I didn't hear this this news, and someone asked earlier. I don't remember who if we he's wanted to bring the, that. He's on the Eagles practice squad. Oh my goodness, oh, no. dude, like a spy man. He's giving them giving them yeah. all our intel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's my. a mole. I thought he actually <laughs> played right. really well in that last preseason game. I thought he looked good too. I thought they was going to keep him. And who's Me too. The, who's, the, who's the quarterback that they kept? It's some dude that uh, with some crazy name. I'm like, hold on. So they cut Sudfield. And they, they kept some quarterback on the practice squad. Someone look him up. I don't well, know. Well, no, up. they tried to sign Sudfeld to the practice squad is what I heard, and he, he declined, right? He is that, is that correct? He somewhere else. Um, I, don't know. I don't know if we can confirm that. The Eagles that. probably gave him a big chunk of money to try to get our plays for the first week, and then they're just going to cut him. I don't understand. I mean, like, he, he, like he, he saw, like, uh, uh, something at the end of the rainbow in Philly. I mean, what you got, Wentz, and then what you got, Foles. So, <laughs> so I don't think he's going to see no playing time anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. But also on the defensive side of the ball, Martrell Spate stood out to me in preseason. Mm. He he looked pretty sharp. I mean, what did you guys think? Crickets. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought he looked all right. I mean, I you know. And special teams, especially. Yeah. He shined in special teams. And that's something we've, like, we've needed that for, like, how long? Because, like, special teams always gets torched. You know, there's always, like, you know, the Skins will go score a touchdown and then give up a long return and, like, negate any emotion or any, like, anything they got from that. Having a guy like Martel Spade is pretty good just for that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it started when we got rid of Lorenzo Alexander. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I noticed that in preseason in general, like, no one was really talking about it. But if you'll remember the last few years, our special teams have been horrible. But in preseason, we had good coverage on almost every single kick. I can remember one where someone got a decent return. But for the most part, the special teams look pretty solid. Am I missing anything? Are you guys with me or not? Oh, no. Bubble recovery against Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Niles Paul. Niles Actually, Paul. it was Martel Spade who had the hit. Niles Paul picked it up. Yeah, they're Spade again. And Niles Paul, <clears throat> dude, think... you guys know that I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's hung around because of the, his ability to play special teams too. Because, like, I mean, he's a decent enough tight end receiver, but he's you know he can play special teams and he can make those tackles downfield, and and that's huge, especially when the defense you know is as bad as it's been the last couple of years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vernon Davis yeah. had that huge play. But we got a, we got a plethora of tight ends this year, though. <laughs> it's awesome. A plethora. I love that word, plethora. Got four tight ends on the roster. Oh my goodness! That, that yeah, word but always I, but makes I heard, me think of the word placenta. I heard the other day. I heard the other day where, uh, the, the other year that um, what a couple years back that when Niles Paul had beat out Jordan Reed for the starting tight end spot, yeah. And then you know Paul got hurt literally the first game, and then that's when Jordan Reed stepped in, and now he blossomed to this big star. Yeah. You know so, but see now. <laughs> 
a spot on his roster because you know what I'm saying. He is a good football player, man. He's a good tight end too. So yeah, yeah. you know, blocking the special teams, all that good stuff, man. As they say, the intangibles. Now, now, what about the receivers? <laughs> I was I was a little surprised that they kept that. Um, which quick did they keep? Brian Quick. Brian. The dude from. But he the, didn't the, do nothing. He didn't get his name called in the preseason at all. The other but quick. Dude, the other quick I had swear more. I thought I saw something last week where they said that they released him or they traded him we or had, something. We, we had, had two, two quicks. quicks. Brian and James. Okay. Ah, that's what. It was I, another was, dude getting his name called a lot. Didn't it? Wasn't it Hanky or something? Hazel. Hazel, yeah. Hazel. And, and James Quick got his name called a lot more in that last game. He made some nice catches on the sideline. Yep. Okay. Uh, I wonder if they confused the quick and kept the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we meant to keep Brian, you idiots. <laughs> or James. Sorry. Guys, you acted too quick. And Maurice James Harris. Really had, had better stats than Brian could pull out. Oh, what, so what were their stats? You have those? James had five receptions for 54 with 10 a carry. Brian had seven for 52 with seven a carry. That's hmm. pretty much it. One so, had more yards per carry. One was more quick than the other. So they were kind of flipping <laughs> the coin on which quick to keep. <laughs> pretty much. I think that's going to be the name the of this cast. Of yards. But didn't they give up a draft pick from that for the quick from St. Louis? They gave up something, right? I don't know. I don't know why they would. But um, but yeah, they, but Maurice Harris is a seventh round pick. You know, don't give up a six seventh round pick for a guy. Have him come in and then just chew him out the door. It's like you know. Yeah. What about um, Maurice Harris? Mo 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 Harris. I know he's you know, Gruden, still Madden. Gruden really likes Harris. He said something this week about uh. What was his quote? I had it here. Hang on, I'm gonna find. All he does is drop the ball. He says, Maurice, <laughs> "Maurice Harris, Maurice Harris is here, so we feel good about him at any time, any place, anywhere. He could be a top three for all I care. He's a very good player. We are fortunate to get him back." Oh, so did we get him back on the practice squad? I thought he was uh, cut. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Practice, uh, it looks like practice squad. Oh, okay, that's cool. Because yeah. pretty soon Brian Quick is going to be there, and he's going to come back up. I don't know why. They must have thought so, that since Brian Quick, like you know, played for other teams, that someone might snag him, snag, snag him if they put. Him. I don't even know if he's eligible for the practice squad. I don't know. I think they chose Brian Quick because he's uh, taller than James. Oh, he's okay. A six foot. Brian Quick, six foot three. Oh yeah, they're. Yeah, because every single every single interview after a game with Sonny Jurgensen and Kirk Cousins, he's like, "So why did you throw the fade? <laughs> why did you throw the fade to James?" And he said that to to uh, um, he says that to Gruden all the time too. And Gruden's like, "Man, well, what do you guys what do you guys think about us going to five wide receivers this year instead of six like we had last year?" I. I'm concerned about the entire like receiving core really because, you know, we lose uh, Garcon, we lose uh, Jackson, are both really, really like pivotal impact players, and nobody really showed anything on the top end of the receiving core that made me like happy. I think Jameson Crowder will be just fine. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Um, but like, you know, I think keeping six at least, you know, makes it more of a competition for guys to step into the like upper echelon of the receiving core. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we watched uh, we watched 
prior in the preseason, he dropped a ball or two, if I remember right. You know, like, you know. Yeah, but you know one thing, I'm tired of the dachshund drama. You yeah. know? Is he ever going to play? What's happen with that? This this dude need to get on the effing field, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, for like sure. Every, every time right. you, you hear you hear his name, it's like, oh, he he he's he's shining. He he's he's snagging catches. He's this. He's that. He like he he can be a star, but then he's hurt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He may not be able to play, and this, that, and the other. And it's like, dog, seriously, man. You know what was it? A, it was a first round pick on this dude. He was the first round yeah. pick. Yeah. Did, it was it was a first round pick in a it was a first round pick in a draft when like the team desperately needed help on the defensive line or in the secondary you know so it's like that special exactly he's mm-hmm. that right. special that they said we need to pick this guy even though we need help somewhere else and yeah man my man need to play <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm in agreement like I'm to the point where dude you need to play this week and you need to make some plays or I'm pretty much writing yeah. you off as a red cut. Or, cut. <laughs> or, in the words of John, get the, get the, scissors, get the scissors out, dude. You know what I'm um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the entire receiving core. So, if we look at the tight ends, too, um, you know, some of the moves we made there this past week. All right, what do you guys think about the, uh, what do you guys think about Derek Carrier going? There wasn't space was for gonna... him, but I don't know if he was better than Jeremy. I mean, I don't know if Jeremy Sprinkles did anything in preseason <laughs> sprinkles i mean i was gonna you... say i think i said it on the podcast two weeks ago when we were talking about it aaron it was you and i and it was just like hey i, I don't i don't see carrier making this team i think he was i thought he was gone well yeah i guess it's kind of like they know what he can do and jeremy sprinkle has potential i guess i don't know right yeah did about the same he's just the sprinkles on top they're about the same height, too, so it's not a height thing. Yeah, I mean, it, would we have even kept four tight ends if we didn't draft Jeremy Sprinkle? I think it was in the fifth round. If we, did, it, You know what I mean? Like, they would feel like they were wasting their fifth-round pick if they just kept three and cut him. Hmm. I don't know. Because we only have – how many offensive linemen do we have this year? Oh, we got I ten. I guess that's. I wonder if they had to keep all those tight ends too, just because they're concerned Jordan Reed's going to get inevitably get hurt. Oh yeah, you know, like midseason, and then, and then, then what do you do? Yeah, you're right. But we have such other good tight ends: Vernon Davis, Niles Paul behind him. Like, are these other dudes even going to see the field? Actually, known as VD. <laughs> VD. <laughs> I mean, we got VD. I thought that Chase uh, Rollier, I don't know how to say his name. Rollier. I thought he, I, wa- I rewatched the, uh, the, what was it, the third preseason game that he played, and I watched just him, like the whole, I watched like the condensed version where it goes play to play, and he wasn't getting like manhandled at all. He was holding his own, of course it was, no, well, he was in with the starters too. So, I mean, what did you guys think about him, or did you even notice Anything. I mean, they have been singing his praises of yeah. my man Ruye, how he handled his own. And then I think I heard somewhere like he never played center like at any point up until doing that. Like he'd always played outside on like as a guard in college. And um, yeah, I thought he did just fine. I mean, but I think you know, just like everything else, really remains to be said what happens when the season starts. Yep. All right, dudes, our our good pal uh, Ricky Garcia, um, 
is ready for us to join him in. So, uh, so let me see if we can do this. This will be the first time ever on Harry Hog Football that we've had almost an entire offensive line. Or we will. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I, I can't even count right now. Let me try to add him. Uh, let me go back awesome. to the screen. Here we go. He's going to be here for his rookie report right at the time, too. Yo, yo. That's perfect. Yeah. All right, joining. Yo, Ricky. What's up, guys? Hey, Ricky, what's what, up, man? What's up, man? What's up, you want to turn off that video, save some bandwidth? We're just doing audio today. How's it going, man? Turn off the audio. <laughs> the video. No, the video. <laughs> Turn off the audio. Turn, Turn off, off the, the audio. audio. We just want to. We just want to see your pretty face. There you go. Uh, how's it going, dude? It's going great. I'm excited. Cool, man. Uh, any chance you can uh, get closer to your mic, turn it up a little bit, and we'll be good. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's much better. Um, Ricky, you're you're here with this is the most people ever at one time on Harry <laughs> Hog Football. <laughs> I'll let everyone go around the around the table and remind everyone where they're from. We've got Keith from New Mexico. Is that right? Yep. We've got uh, Dan from um, St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. We got Will in Maryland. Is right. Will there? Is Will there? Yeah, man. Yeah, Will's there. Oh, what's up, man? Yo. <laughs> and uh, we've got Josh and, of course, Aaron. And John is on the pup list this week. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, right, man. you're here just in time. We were just doing a recap of the preseason, and, and we're ready for your um, – are you ready to do your rookie report? You're, oh, yeah, I've been taking notes all morning. <laughs> all right. It's Ricky. Wait, Ricky, where are you hailing from before we go any further? Uh, I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but I was, uh, I'm was i actually from Washington, D.C. itself. Awesome. We. So we're representing the uh, almost out to the West Coast. Yeah. So, um, so anyway. We have some like, special music for uh, <laughs> Ricky's, for Ricky's rookie report? report. No, but we can work on that for next time. Here, I'll get, I got something here. Let's do this. All right. What about that, like, MIDI hail to the Redskins? Uh, that was, like, that's my favorite thing that you guys played. <laughs> Is that, that was... this one? No, that's the real one. Uh, let me see if I can... I'll, I'll look for it while I think once I try to memorize those words, and I, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> here, I'm just going to give them something crazy. What's this? Let's see. Hold on. I don't hear anything. I know. I thought it was there. All right, well. The MIDI hail to the... Oh, is this the MIDI hail to the Redskins? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> the MIDI hail to the Redskins. All right. So, all right, here is Ricky Garcia with his rookie report. It's like Redskins at a funeral or something. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be funeral. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Ricky. Funeral. Bring it, Rick. All right. So we got we have a lot of different rookies that'll be there start uh, not starting for week one well a few that'll be present for week one uh, so of course the one we're all probably excited about the most is the first round pick that we have uh, Jonathan Allen uh, yeah, defensive man. tackle from Alabama now with the injury to Trent uh, Murphy in the preseason and the fact that he is our first 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 round pick that we've had in a while I, mean, I don't really count doc yet because man that dude gives me 
he gives me Malcolm Kelly vibes, and I know that's bad. We just talked about that right before you came on. It's, Malcolm uh, Kelly vibes. So you guys understand my fear then. Yes. Uh, so with him, with him, I think uh, after watching all his highlights and you know what all the pundits like to say, this dude applies pressure, and we need that so badly. And also not just that, got to be able to stop the run. So I think he really helps out with that. So against coming up against the Eagles, you know, it's 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 just important for him. For me, and, you know, this is just me being, you know, a homer, my optimism for this guy is I really think he can win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's just mm. that impactful. You know, he everything that he does is just is smart, the tenacity that he has, and, you know, he, he gets after it, and he's a smart player. So with him, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be watching him pretty much every time we're on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, can I – so is he starting, have they said? They right now have him listed on the depth chart as the starting defensive end. Uh, it's like I said, because there is no Trent Murphy, I think that he's pretty much going to be that guy. And the rotation for him is, it's not the strongest. I mean, our biggest, uh, depth that we have is probably outside linebacker. We have a lot of outside linebackers. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this about Jonathan Allen before we go forward on the report. When he was in, um, when he was in college, didn't he play in the middle? He, he moved around, and I noticed that whenever we were watching uh, some of the film that uh, he will rush a lot from the defensive end standpoint on obvious passing downs, but he's really good at stunts. Like he'll, If you look at some of his stuff, his rushing is right up the middle oftentimes, okay. and they would do those really cool in-out stunts when Ryan Anderson, uh, them together, those two would just attack a whole side and then just completely wipe out a running back or quarterback. And They're real patient, too. Yeah, and speaking of Ryan Anderson... Nice segue. Oh, yeah. And he is the second guy. And with him, it's it's a little more trickier with him because he's behind Preston Smith. And for all the greatness that Preston has shown in his rookie season, obviously last year, I don't know what it was, whether it was injuries or just the lack of, I don't know, the whole defense was bad, so I'm not going to just blame him. But Ryan Anderson, he could see a, a lot of time because his not only is he really good at rushing the passer, he's a really good coverage linebacker. And oftentimes, you know, we get caught with mismatches against different tight ends. And who's the Philly tight end? Is it still – what's his name? Um, uh, is it Ertz? Yeah, Ertz. Yeah, that dude – I hate that guy. He, <laughs> I feel like he scores a touchdown on us every time we play him. He is. So Ertz, Ertz it, hurts. It would be nice to have somebody – It hurts you know, when he does that. Yeah. It would be nice <laughs> to have somebody protect the seams, uh, somebody who can drop back in coverage but also blitz. So – I don't think we'll get a lot of pressure with the front four. It's kind of sad, especially since we lost. Um, who's the guy we lost to IR? Phil Taylor. Oh, man. Yeah. That was huge. Him, literally, in more ways than one. Yeah. It's, you know, we don't have a lot of, you know, a lot of big fat fatties in the middle there. So it, it'd be nice for the middle linebackers to be able to clog up those lanes. But Ryan Anderson, I expect to help out in coverage. So we don't have any fatties, He's, right? I mean, who is nope. our ta defensive tackle in the middle? Uh, Ionitis? The depth, chart, uh, the depth chart shows Ziggy and Stacy McGee. Oh, okay. Ziggy Hood. Yeah. Stacy McGee, he's not – which one of the mix is the Cowboy? Is that McLean? Yeah, McLean. Well, he's going to yep. suck. I can just go ahead and tell you guys that. <laughs> yeah, so again <laughs> – I'm serious. Mark again, my words. The Jonathan Allen thing, it's, it's really – just him and just some guys so hopefully he could be that guy yeah cool cool um hey speaking of anderson it was uh i think he's questionable this week he's questionable he's 
along with uh, I don't know if you guys have ever done an injury report with him, Crowder, and Spencer wait, Long. Wait, 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 hold on. And wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Junior Gallette. Guys, Keith is yeah. supposed to be doing the injury report. We, we won't get Whoops. ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Sorry about that. We won't get ahead of ourselves. Don't overstep our boundaries on our we assigned. We don't want to burst Keith's bubble here. Usually, now. we you know we're used to like uh like scrambling to figure it out what it is, but now we have people that are actually like. Assigned to things. If anything, I'm <laughs> all right, but uh, they, yeah. yeah. All right, so go ahead. Anderson so far, uh, like he's, I think he's ready to go. And then the other player listed on here that I'm expecting a little bit more from, especially on the special team side, is uh, Fabian Moreau. He had oh. some really great plays in the preseason as far as special teams concerns. And on the depth chart, he shows he's behind Breland and Dunbar. So I don't know if he'll actually see any action in any of the dime or nickel sets. It's, it seems more like Fuller and some of the other guys will be there. But Moreau, I think he could really stand out on special teams. And, you know, Gruden likes him. And the dude is huge. He's like 6'2", almost, like 200 pounds. And, like, I, I, I personally like him a little bit more than Dunbar. But, I mean, Dunbar, in the, for the last couple of years, he's made plays. Dunbar picked like, it up last zone. year. He picked yeah, it up. And, but Moreau, I mean, I don't know how confident you guys are in Breland. I mean, sometimes he, he looks just completely out of sync, out of whack. And the other games where, man, he's hitting everybody, and I appreciate that. But I think Moreau could really help out because that dude can tackle. Yeah. And that's the one thing we need from defensive backs is please hit somebody. <laughs> or just make the tackle when the dude's running yeah. by you. And, and, that's, and I think that's why they like him the most. I think and that they, um, I think Breland had a good – preseason actually he did yeah he did so okay all right so that leads into probably probably a very interesting uh pick that we've had that i didn't see coming at all and that was the drafting uh, of is it perine or pirine i know you're okay with pirine we call him pirine it's a my j it's james yeah. spelled backwards <laughs> uh, is it really is silent either pirine yeah, yeah I, always, I always thought it was Perrine, but they kept saying P-Rind. P-Rind. We call him P-Rind. I watch P- almost all the uh, the Redskins uh, broadcasts with, like, the opposite people from, like, you know, the homers for, like, the books yeah. and stuff. So they were saying every iteration of his last name. So I, well, I'll go oh, yeah. with P-Rind. Uh, so you guys know the red zone issues we had last year. Uh, you know, get inside the 10, get inside the 5. And I like Thompson a lot. He's great. Third down back good for those quick screens and everything and i wouldn't be surprised if this guy got a heavy workload if we got inside like the 10 and i know we got fat rob but i don't think i don't think that we saw all of what he can really do in preseason i feel like this is one of those classic cases where they were holding back some of the plays for him i hope so because we talked about that before you came on we were like i don't see what the big deal is with p ryan yet no and it it was and i live in oklahoma so i asked around uh to all the ou fans and they're like oh you guys got p ryan i'm like yeah but he hasn't done anything it's just simple little handoffs just what is what can he really do so they they told me and i saw some stuff he really can't run he is powerful i just i think they were saving it that's my only explanation that already sucks i hope he doesn't yeah i mean and and remember in preseason the offense is supposedly are running very vanilla plays so yeah and I mean, what would be the dream would be Fat Rob and P Ryan just beating up defenses, just just annihilating, just getting them tired, getting them worn down, and then you sprinkle in some of that Chris Thompson quickness, and the stable looks scary if that's if that's what it turns into. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he could for fantasy wise. I know I drafted Rob Kelly, but for fantasy wise, if he comes in and gets three carries and has two touchdowns, I'm 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 okay with that. Now, Ricky, you're in the HHFFFL league, right? Yeah, reigning uh, champion. Reigning champ. You had to throw that in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, if you want the trophy for this year, you got to pony up for the shipping. <laughs> <laughs> you say it weighs like like the size of me. Oh, it's huge. It's it's, it's like big. it probably weighs twenty five or thirty pounds. Jeez. And uh, awesome. and uh, what's his name? David Lee. Is that right? David. Yeah, David Lee. From Williamsburg, sent, just randomly sent us that trophy. Uh, probably about ten yep. years ago, and it's been I've sitting been in my closet. Since then, I remember. <laughs> it's been sitting in my closet, collecting dust. And my wife was like, "You got to do something with this giant trophy that's just sitting here in the closet." I know. So now it's prominently displayed and well lit. We put some lighting in for it. No, but you know, I might put it. Kind of like Hall of Fame style. I'll tell you what I'll do for this week. I'm going to put it in the Redskins room, even though I'm not the reigning champion. I'll print out a label that says Ricky Garcia. Put it <laughs> in the little window with the Redskins lights and helmets, and I'll take a picture of it and then I'll, I'll send it to you guys. I will make that my profile pic. Thank you. All right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, that's cool. Uh, next up is uh, we have. We have two two fourth rounders. Uh, P. Ryan was the first. The second one was Monse Nicholson, and uh, this one I don't know if you guys have gone into the whole safety situation, but he is the current backup to DJ Swearinger. So if if he DJ if anything Swearinger. happens to DJ, Monte is is gonna be is gonna be the guy. So Monte is a lot Hall bigger than pup, him, isn't he? Is he's he what? Pre- he's pretty big for a safety, isn't he? He is. He's like six two, almost six three, and they have him listed at free safety. I, I thought more he'd be a strong safety. Hmm. But yeah, with D Hall on the pup and the uncertainty of Sua, I mean, it it makes sense that they drafted this guy. I think he was a linebacker at one point, and he's converting over to safety. Wow. But I, I mean, special teams again for this guy if if he can help out. But he has to be ready if anything happens to DJ. So, oh, if DJ better Yeah, I'm hoping that some of these rookies, I mean, I hope we see them in limited action, you know, whether it be special teams, because I don't know if I want them being thrusted against the Eagles, especially because they got Alshon Jeffrey. They got, uh, what's the guy Nobody afraid of Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> 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 Say it, Will. Alshon. Will's already getting pumped for the game. Like, <laughs> man, we ain't afraid of him. We're not going to take that. I ain't scared of them green birds. Will, Will's in like <laughs> Will's like in regular season form already, as far as his fans. Exactly, man. I That's mean, good. come on. What, That's the, good. what the last six games be like five and one against the Eagles, man? We gonna keep that train going, man. Yeah, <laughs> you say that, but we had to have Kerrigan save us with a strip sack fumble against Carson Wentz, and that dude. I, I'm I'm just so glad Kerrigan's still on our team because he he saved us. Uh, yeah. uh, so saved our pick, bacon. Kerrigan, what a waste of a pick that was. No, oh, I know. <laughs> that, was, that was awful. Oh my goodness! Uh, the next rookie we got is uh, Sprinkle, and this dude, I, I honestly don't even know how he made the fifty-three active roster. But then looking at it, it goes, oh, I forgot, we got Jordan Reed. So if he gets hurt, all of a sudden <laughs> it turns into Vernon Davis and 
Niles no. Paul, and then Sprinkle for, I guess, blocking purposes? Dude, we Did it, was, you, it was almost like you were here on the podcast before you joined in, because we basically said the same stuff. Because we did stuff. talk about that, yeah. Okay. So You'll I have to go back expect, and listen. And, and, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect much from him, but, I mean, I, it, just, it just feels like insurance. Yeah, they might sprinkle him in here and there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> Never. <laughs> the next rookie who could possibly have a giant impact on the game on whether or not he actually plays or not is the center, Chase Rollier. And Royer. How do you say Royer. Royer. Chase Ratatouille. If he plays good, he deserves a nickname. I'll let you guys handle that. Huey. Chase Roller. So this guy... If long is questionable, obviously. So if if need be, he's going to be the key to a lot of different things that we're going to be able to do, whether run the ball and pass protection, because specifically for week one, he has to match up against Fletcher Cox. Oh, I can't stand that guy. Yeah, so it's it's hard to say. I don't know how much you guys paid attention in the preseason to Roy. I feel like I didn't even see him. So is that I, a good thing for a center? We talked about that a lot before yeah. you got on Okay. Here. Cool. Because so I watched like him every single play in the third preseason game, and I thought he looked fine. You never so heard his name, right? It was never like, look at him burn past Rollier. Oh, well, he was okay, against, so. you know, he was against the, um, who was it that we played? The Packers? No. Cincy. Yeah. Packers Cincy. 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 Um, Rollier. So his contribution, if long can go, will be magnified. Obviously, it doesn't need to be spoken anymore about. So if, if that will be the case, uh, I guess sat- today's Saturday. So, yeah, he's if he can't go long, I guess we'll know Sunday at, like, what do they turn in the injury reports and all the inactives, like an hour before? Um, I think it's usually, like, an hour and a half, if I'm not wrong. Okay, so we'll know then. And I wouldn't the say I'm comfortable with that guy, but I'm yes, not, like, freaking out. I'm not freaking out about it. I hope he does well if he does play. That's all I got to say. So the next guy is going into the deep seven-round picks is uh, Josh Harvey Clemens. He's another safety. From Lu- so from the safety. Ville. Yeah. And, oh, I made a mistake. This was the guy who was converted over from uh, linebacker. And he was uh, the, uh, the, that was converted over to safety. Or was he a safety and converted to a linebacker? I'm not sure. He was converted. And this dude, again, I'm just I'm hoping it's all special teams and just backups. So I don't really expect much of him if he does play. They have him listed as linebacker on the roster right linebacker. now. Linebacker. They are okay. showing him but, as linebacker. Yeah. But my friend, hey, his name's Kevin so Chapman. Big he, Kevin Chapman Aaron, don't you... is a huge Redskins fan from Louisville, and he um, is also a Louisville fan. And he told me this dude was a beast. I was going to say, don't you know this guy? Because he went to Louisville. I don't know him, but I know Kevin. <laughs> my friend Kevin, who you... Of tackles for the preseason. You know, Kevin. He did what, Keith? I didn't hear it. He had the second highest number of tackles for the preseason. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, this guy. Interception, too, for a touchdown? Uh, Good question. I don't know. But, Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, he had that, like, 41 yard interception return for a touchdown. Yep. On that last last game. Because I was like, who is this guy? Like, that was great instinct getting through all the blocks and scoring. Yeah, that was him. Harvey Clements. That's how he made the team. Yep. yep. And then the last guy I got here is Joshua Holsey, defensive back. And he's currently behind Kendall Fuller, and Kendall Fuller is a slot defensive back. 
So, I mean, I like Fuller, but I mean, he has a tendency to get burned. So if he struggles, do they do they pull him and go with another rookie with Holsey? I, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. And then Sue Cravens. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even mentioned him on this podcast. I don't know what his deal is, but hopefully he'll get it straightened out. We'll get that in the injury report. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. So, um, so that's it for the rookies that are actually on the active roster. The rest of them, practice squad. The rest of them. We don't need to go into those dudes until nah, they actually make the squad. Probably won't Dude. ever see them. Because we still have a, to do my precarious predictions. What? Go ahead. Not a rookie, but did we talk about Lyndon Trail at all? <laughs> Didn't Lyndon Trail get cut? I thought he was on the roster. What position does he play again? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a li- he's a linebacker. Dude. He's another linebacker. This is like, what cut? position? Uh, I only have one thing to him. say about him. <laughs> I thought he made the roster. Maybe he was Maybe he was released. Uh, no, they I'm just saying, cut him. Did they? Cut. Yeah. He was a Nor- he was a Norfolk State uh, product. Came out of Norfolk State. <laughs> hey Aaron, would you rather have seen us kept Brandon Banks, the new one, on the active roster as opposed to McLean? <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. Hummingbird. Um, yeah, because of one reason, he's not a cowboy. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I have a feeling this McLean guy is going to play good for a couple of games, but then he's going to be like Josh's dog um, a few years ago. Who was that dude we had from the Cowboys, the linebacker? Oh, who? Jay Ratliff. No, uh, who? not him. Oh, not Jay Ratliff. Who was my dog? Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, he can't. was a defensive tackle. I remember that. I, th- I thought he was a linebacker, and I was like, Josh, he's not going to have – maybe he was a tackle. <laughs> I don't remember him. I just remember saying he was going to come to the Redskins from the Cowboys and suck, and I was like, he's not going to – he had like 10 sacks for the Cowboys, and I was like, he's not going to have more than two or three for the Redskins. I don't know. Anyway, like one big game and then that was it. Like he, I remember him having like two sacks against like Jacksonville or somebody, and then then he just fell apart and just never did anything after that. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, hell, I could have two sacks against Jacksonville. All right, hold on, (laughs) hold on. All right, and that concludes Ricky's rookie report. (laughs) (laughs) So somber. We got Will live now, so Will can say things like, "Man, it was so refreshing to see." (laughs) (laughs) I think the last time we played the Eagles, we had eight sacks. And I think Will said, it was so refreshing to see eight sacks. Fellas. It was very refreshing. It was really refreshing to see zero (laughs) sacks. Zero sacks. I'm used to seeing like three or four. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, man, it should be like one or two. Oh my goodness! <laughs> three or four is still a good game. No, I think. You, all right, sorry, I played the wrong. I played the wrong clip. It was really refreshing to see seven sacks. So I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. Was it? Was it Jason Hatcher? Jason Hatcher. Thank Jason you. Jason Hatcher. That's the dude. Thank yeah, you so good. much. I knew it started yeah. with an H. He was linebacker. Oh, yeah. Was he linebacker or defensive end? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> defensive end was what he's listed at, but I remember him playing linebacker. It doesn't what happened matter. to that dude? Is that the first year we switched <laughs> to the 3-4? He came in and robbed the skins just like Jason Taylor did. You know, remember how they showed this Hall of Fame speech? And they broke down. He basically had like, you know, got like a million dollars a sack, and he had like two sacks for the team. Oh. 
Dude, the, first, the year we... I remember Aaron making fun of him during that preseason game, the way he was standing. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. No, that wasn't Hatcher that I was making fun of. That was Jason Taylor. Is that what you said? Jason Taylor from mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah, you made fun yeah. of Jason Taylor all the time, dude. I can't stand that guy. And he the said, like, a few Dolphins. weeks ago how he, like... Because he's up for the Hall of Fame, or did he get in or something? He was he, no, he got in. Yeah, he, he said in. that all the money he made from the Redskins, it was like stealing money or something. Exactly, because he did. But he's going he in nothing. as a Dolphin, right? Of course he is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We don't want him in as us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure, man. All right, all right. We need to. All right, Josh, you need to get going, right? Because you're packing for London. I do. Or something. I got. Yeah, I got to head out. But right. uh, it's good talking to all you guys this week. You guys finish up without me, and uh, you know. We'll reconvene after this after this game. After we're one and zero. Oh. After we're one and zero. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, all dude. right, guys. Hail the Redskins, guys! I'll talk to y'all soon. All right, hail to the Redskins. Right. man. So, um, all right, what's next here on the agenda? Because I, dudes, you know, I still have to do my precarious predictions like I do every year. And uh, oh, I, I got a feeling. I, I got a feeling we're going nineteen and zero. I don't know. This year, <laughs> this year, I have an in, I have an interesting vibe. And I don't know, but I got to speed it up this year because we're already like, I don't know, 45 minutes in on this thing. So, um, but but first, we've got the injury report coming up with our dog, Keith. And let me get your music. Where is the music? Where is the music? Hold on. Here it is. Because I haven't got time for the pain. I haven't got room for the pain. Injury report with Keith. Rabbit rat. All right, let's get the two big ones out of the way. Phil Taylor, after that game, it was a quadricep injury. No one knows what happened. He just kind of disappeared. Went and got x-rays. Tore it. Out. Yeah, that was interesting because I heard that it was like a contusion, which I think means bruise, and then all of a sudden they were saying he was out for the year, and I was like, oh, Started as a contusion, went and got x-rays. Gruden came up and said it was bad. You know, it really stinks because, you know, I was rooting for Phil Taylor. I don't know if y'all knew about his story, but this guy was local. He was from here in Clinton, Maryland. He grew up rooting for the Redskins. You know, he was out of football for two years. And, you know, and I was like, man, well, I'm rooting for this dude, you know. And then he goes down. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, Not to mention we needed his bulk. Yeah, we needed his big body in there. Yeah. Next so, up, yeah. uh, Trent Murphy out torn ACL he was already suspended four games so I guess we're not missing him that much yeah first of all stay off next year stay off the wacky weed and then <laughs> next or he was on PEDs right is that what they yeah. and then next yeah that that's pretty bad but you know at least with with him going down like uh, Ricky was saying we still have you know Jonathan Allen we got Galette if he can actually play he's like in the same boat as Doxon now right yeah I'm getting kind of tired of him, man. It's like, come on, dog. He's collected well, like, millions of dollars for the last two years to do nothing. Do, do absolutely nothing, man. It's like, where's the last time you heard of a dude that'll sit on a team for two years and do, you know, and, and, and they keep him around and he ain't played not one down? Malcolm come Kelly. On, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, got some at least good news for. Spencer Long, his knee was just like a, a probe to see if there's any damage. He was limited, but he 
on Friday, he fully practiced all the way to the end and extra. So they're not sure if he's going to participate yet. He'll play. Uh, Crowder had a hip flexor, but he said he feels fine, so he'll play Sunday. He'll play. I wish uh, he would have waited to say that till Sunday. Uh, Ryan Anderson, he's got a stinger. He's been fighting since August. If he's going to play, it's probably going to be limited. Oh, yeah. He'll probably be inactive, I'm guessing. Because Gallette is good to go all the way. Is that right? Yeah, Junior, uh, Junior Gallette fully participated in practice on Saturday. Same with Josh Doxson. So those guys are set to play. I'll believe nice. Doxson when I see it. When I see it. <laughs> Same. Then, then we got to get to the most difficult one. is Sue Cravens out for an, at least a month because he doesn't know if he wants to play football. Yeah, so he could ponder his retirement. Oh, God. <laughs> I try to follow as many Redskins as I can on Twitter and, you know, just to keep up with them and see what they're doing. But even before the announcement of, of whatever he's, he's doing, I, I just I had to stop following him because he gets into fights with people that you don't need to be getting in arguments with. And he's just he's he's kind of a weird dude sometimes. But, I mean, there's no denying the dude has really great instincts when he's on the field. So you think he's kind of getting, like, t- not handling this, um, I guess, fame thing too well, the way he's responding on Twitter, like he can't just ignore people and stuff? Is that? I, I have a feeling it's it's part of it, but some of the things, even that he, that he talks about, I just don't really have anything, don't have anything to do with anything else, really. It's not of much importance. It's just what he feels, and that's fine, but... Don't engage an egg on Twitter. You don't need to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn well, troll egg. Well, hopefully... What seems to be coming out is that uh, after his concussion last year, where he had to wear those special glasses, he's now afraid. He's, he's afraid af- of another one. Oh, my God. You can't have someone afraid. told him that he doesn't have to wear those forever, he convinced himself that he had to. Oh. It's... I mean, it, did you guys see what Josh Norman said? No. About this? Yeah. He... And what he said basically was, you know, if you're going to come out here on the field, you got to give 100 percent, you know, physically, mentally, you know, it's it, it takes more. Than right. just, yeah, it takes it takes more than just, you know, the want it takes the desire and takes all out effort 100 percent, because otherwise you're just you're dead meat. You're, you're not you're not really pulling your weight. So he he supports him, obviously, because he has to as his teammate. But at the same time, you know, when you, when you step between those lines, it's it's dangerous if you're not if your heart's not in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that's what's going to I mean, that's going to get him another concussion because you go out there without like the desire to want to play. You're going to get lit up by somebody, yeah. you know, either that or he's just going to suck. Well, that <laughs> both. If you're if you're a safety and you're afraid to hit somebody. That's that's not good, especially for our secondary. Yeah. And, and it. I hope that he gets his stuff together, whether he, you know, retires or not. Hopefully he'll know, get right? stuff You know what? what? What he do? He wears thirty six in in memorial, in memorial of Sean Taylor. Come on, man. He he, he switched <laughs> his number. He did he this, year. It this year. This year thirty thirty. I would I would strip his thirty six off his jersey like he's been demoted or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Taylor wasn't afraid of Taylor. Yeah. Sean Taylor was afraid to not hit somebody. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I just I just remember when when Sean Taylor lit up that punter in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> My favorite thing is watching, I think, I think there's a Korean version of that. 
<laughs> the what? There's this Korean version where it's like Korean announcers or Japanese announcers, and it's the same play, and they're speaking in Japanese, and all of a sudden it's just like so and so and so. Oh, Oh my goodness! It's it's a loop on my YouTube. I love it. Oh, I gotta find that. Um, I'll throw I'll throw in the last one because it's really a non-factor. D'Angelo Hall took a, a pay cut, took a million dollar pay cut to stay on the PUP. He cannot participate for at least six months. Dude, he needs to take down to like ten thousand dollars. I know, right? Because <laughs> right sure now he's su- he's supposedly Sue Craven's um, what counselor? I saw something about the the point man in conversations with Sue. I saw something about yeah, that. Right now, D'Angelo is nothing but a veteran cheerleader. You know, he's all. You know, it's like. Dude, yeah, that's exactly. He's kind of like when Daryl Green was getting to the end of his his career. I was like, can Daryl just stay on and be a coach or something? Just keep him around because he's Daryl Green. But, I mean, not that D'Angelo Hall is to his level, but that's how I felt when Daryl Green was, like, getting to this stage that D. Hall's in. Well, I think D. Hall wants to be a coach, so they might as well just, like, promote him. They, they should ship his salary, promote him to, like, defensive back co- – not coordinator, but defensive back uh, consultant. Coach. Yeah, yeah. Or assistant defensive back coach. Yeah. Something like there that. You go. Grad assistant. Yeah, and give us a, another roster position. <laughs> <laughs> Open up a spot. I mean, and that does it for uh, injuries that I have. All right, and that's the injury report with Keith. Because I haven't got time for the pain. All right. I haven't got All right, so time. now, dude, you guys know what it's time for. You've waited. Wait for every year. You've waited all year for this, and let me get that cheesy music from the stadium. It's all six thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is how I set up my betting for the entire season. You know? <laughs> oh man. So. Uh, all right. I'm still. I'm still looking for the music. Oh, there it is. We obviously can't put this episode on YouTube because they'll strip out the music. Anyway. All right, guys, welcome to Aaron's Precarious Predictions 2017. As you know, last year, for the, I think, second year in a row, I had more wins than losses. So listen up to me. <laughs> last year, I went, what, 8, 7, and 1 on this. Here we go. I forgot that was I. First game tomorrow versus Will's favorite team, the Eagles. What? (laughs) Spy Sudfeld, and they're giving all our plays away. However, little does Sudfeld know that was a trick playbook, and we played one on him and wanted him to go to the Eagles. Anyway, Redskins, I got to go quick through this. I'm thinking the Redskins are going to going to blow the doors off of Philly tomorrow. It's going to be 28 to 7. Ooh. 28 to 7. That's with Doxon scoring a touchdown, dudes. And P. Ryan scoring one. Okay. Let me turn this music down a little bit. Old man Darren Sproles will have a fumble. Darren Sproles. <laughs> Old man Sproles. Okay. Next. Los Angeles Rams. That <laughs> sounds weird. Los Angeles Rams against uh, turn down music. That's um, our good pal that also traded was a trader from us. 
uh, what's his name? Sean McVay. McVay. Yeah. Sean McVay. Uh, I'm gonna. This is a fortune in L.A. Oh, we got to go across the country. I'm gonna. It looks like he's from L.A. I'm just gonna throw out some scores because we got we got to round this thing out. All right, I'm just gonna say thirteen to three. Washington. All right, we 2-0. 2-0. Then we go up against the Raiders. The Raiders. Do we still hate the Rams as much as we did when they were in St. Louis? Um, I never really hated the Rams that much. You're from St. Louis, right? It's hard to uh, hate a team when they suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, I just I hated can... them for doing that crap where, like, uh, we had RG3. They brought out the three players that we that they got from us as captains for that game. Yeah, that was Bush uh, League. Yeah, I just – I think that was Coach uh, – That name? was Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. Fisher. Okay, maybe I just yeah. hate him then. Yeah. I just hate the – I hated the Rams because I'd go to see him play when they were here and they play the Redskins and I'd expect the Redskins to win and then like some stupid would happen every single time and the Redskins would always lose inevitably and I get like taunted by Rams fans because that's their only win yeah <laughs> yeah we got taunted that game too that we were there uh, Oakland Raiders I mean this is going to be home this is going to be a, a big a big statement for the Redskins because the Raiders are getting better, right? Am I wrong? Am I right mm -hmm. on that? No, they're definitely on the uptick. I say I the Redskins are going to come away with a very narrow victory in this 21 to 20. And I know Keith is writing all these down because he's a stats guy. All right. Uh, at Kansas City. <laughs> uh, at Kansas City, I see this game going into overtime. Kansas City was played well the other night. Oh, yeah. I was surprised to see that score. I, I smiled when I saw it. I, was like, oh, yeah. I went to bed at halftime. <laughs> this is going to be um, a battle of the tight ends. It's going to be um, Kelsey versus Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed's going to come away with two touchdowns. Kelsey will have one. And the Redskins are going to pull out a narrow victory. Are you ready for this? You ready for this? 21-17. <laughs> Next week's Sunday, October eighth. We had we're gonna get a victory that day. It's a bye, so we'll mark that as a win. Next week, San Francisco 49ers against another trader, Mike Shanahan Jr. Uh, this is in FedEx. Will in Maryland will be there that day. He will will be in Maryland that day. Oh, I'll be there. Oh, my music ended. Hold on. I'll be there whenever you need Garcon. me. I ain't numbered down the street. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me who's in this. Josh Norman v. Pierre Garçon. I like Pierre Garçon. Anyway. Um, this is going to be tight. and But it is going to be a high-scoring affair, like a shootout. And I expect the Redskins to win this game 42-35. to 35. Yep. Oh, next game, at the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be mad about their first week loss against the Redskins. And they're going to be on the uptick because they're going to be picking up a few wins prior to this game and thinking they're all bad. But then the Redskins are basically going to come in to the link and whoop up on the Eagles 56-10. to 10. <laughs> <laughs> 
this next won't week be another body bag game. Ne- yeah yeah next week the game we've all been waiting for maybe Dak and Zeke will be on the field against the Redskins um but it won't matter because the Redskins are going to dominate this game to set the tone for the rest of the season <laughs> Redskins it's coming to me 34. Tea leaves. Dal- yeah, I've got to like consult these little bobbleheads over here. The Daryl Green bobbleheads I've got on my desk. Redskins 34 and Dallas, it's coming to me. And it looks very circular. Zero. Yes. <laughs> Shut out. All right, at Seahawks. You guys know I hate the Seahawks because, well, we keep losing to them in the playoffs. This game is going to go down to overtime. It's going to be a very tight game, 10-10. It's going to go into overtime. Kirk Cousins is going to go out for the coin toss, and he's going to win the coin toss and say, we're going to take the ball, and we're going to win. <laughs> Redskins march down the field and end it, 17-10. to 10. That's still the rule, right? The other team doesn't get a chance. Yeah. Okay. You never know anymore. I hope that's a quarterback sneak. <laughs> that didn't come to me. I can't see that. Anyway. All right, next week, Minnesota Vikings in Landover. This is going to be one of those games. It's four days before my birthday. This is going to be one of those games where everyone's just like doesn't really care about this game, and it's going to be it's going to be one of those where the Redskins should win by a lot because the Vikings are going to suck. But you know, everyone's all hyped on the Redskins now because we're what are we at this point? Eight no. Like eight no. All right, so the Redskins are going to um, almost lose this game. They're going to be down 14 to nothing in the first quarter. And then they're going to claw their way back in, and at the end of the game, it's going to be 24-21 Redskins. Man, I don't have the Redskins losing yet the whole season. I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, next, I was going to say the same thing. Next game, Sunday, November 19th. This is the game that Harry Hog Football is trying to attend if you guys want to go meet up with us there it will be a fun time i was just in new orleans i want to go to this too okay we're going there it's supposed to be me josh and john yo and maybe you guys at, at you know it's josh's second favorite team too so <laughs> it's my wife's favorite team too all right so here it is um what can i say we're gonna go down to new orleans it's gonna be john's first game live game since he went to the hospital the redskins are going to play lights out football. This game is going to be 45 to 10, Washington. (laughs) Next week. Rough day for Breeze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Allen will have two sacks on Breeze. I see that. Ryan Anderson will add one, and guess who else will have one? You're never going to guess. Ziggy Hood. Four sack day. (laughs) I love the defensive tackle interceptions. Okay, next week. Oh, we get to play Big Head Eli and the New York Giants. <laughs> Gazoo. We're going to play them in Landover, right? Yes. Will and Maryland will be there. And um, this is going to be a tight divisional game. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. Oh, my music ended. Cold, nasty game. Uh, Redskins will win this one 13 to 10, though. Oh, and then we get to play our friends Dallas again, who's going to be so mad after they got 
completely shut out in Washington. Dez Bryant. Oh yeah, thank you. This is a is this Thanksgiving? The November thirtieth? No, I think no, I think the Giant game is Thanksgiving. The Giant game's Thanksgiving. The Cowboys game is the week after. Oh wow! Yeah, back to back Thursday night games. Oh, I hate that. I hate staying up that late too. And you guys gotta hate it more out west. Wait, no, you like it more out west. <laughs> yeah, they get it earlier. Yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry. You guys gotta hate those 9 a.m. games or whatever they are. All right, yeah. here we go. Uh, Dallas Cowboys—they're gonna be so mad. Jerry Jones is threatening to fire Garrett. And uh, who's that guy that I really the that who's that um, linebacker that I really hate on Dallas? Uh, uh, Lee. <laughs> thank you, yeah, Sean, Sean Lee. Lee. I just Sean can't Lee. stand that dude. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna sack uh, Cousins, and unfortunately, Cousins is gonna get a stinger. Nothing serious, but McCoy's gonna come in, and it's gonna be like Texas boy against Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is already going to be up 14 nothing, and the announcer is going to be all over Dallas. Joe Yuck is going to be talking about how awesome Dallas is and how they're <laughs> turning around the season now that they got Elliott back from his suspension that he didn't try not to serve or whatever. So they're up 14 nothing. They sack. Cousins is out. McCoy comes in. Are you ready for this? McCoy leads the Redskins. Four touchdowns unanswered. Redskins go out of Dallas 28-14 with another victory on Thursday. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, Aaron, you forgot. You have these Colt Pew 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 McCoy. Yeah, Colt Pew 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 McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Hook em, What do they say? Hook em horns or something like that? Hook em horns. Yeah, okay. All right. Hey, did you, did you see him with, uh, wearing that Maryland, that Maryland shirt after he lost that bet? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this out. This is one of the longest podcasts ever. Okay, here we go. It's all good. It's worth it. Los Angeles Chargers. What? That's what? They moved? <laughs> we play both LA teams this year. That just sounds Away so weird. Too. The Los Angeles Superchargers. Okay. It just doesn't work. Do they still have Phillip Rivers? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Mr. Oh. Bolo tie. That fits even better. <laughs> Old Man Rivers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Chargers. I got to say. Um, but I'm gonna have to think if the Redskins are what 11 and 0 at this point. It could yeah, we're, we're, we're undefeated. It could be one of those letdown games. So let me think about this. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. Let me tap Daryl Green's bobblehead here. Sonny Jurgensen's here. They got two players named Melvin. Lavar's here. They got two Melvins. <laughs> it's coming to me. This game is gonna come down to the wire. It's gonna be. 10 to 10 with less than a minute left in the game. The Chargers are going to punt it to the Redskins for a chance of Kirk Cousins coming down and winning on national television if he doesn't blow it. But the kick is blocked by none other than Sua Cravens. <laughs> the return. <laughs> Sua Cravens blocks the kick. DeShazer Everett. Picks it up, returns it. Redskins win in the last minute, 17 to 10, in LA Charger Land at the StubHub Center in Carson. Eastern California. Awesome. Even more fitting. Arizona Cardinals. They're going to be good this year, right? Am I correct on that? Carson Palmer. He still plays. Yeah, he still plays. 
All right, this is going to be another good game. Everyone's everyone's eyeing to beat the Redskins, and I think the Cardinals are going to come away with nope, they're going to lose. It's going to be 10 to 7 Redskins. David Johnson fumbles at the 1. Yes. Next next game, Denver Broncos in Maryland. Broncos are going to come in all high on their marijuana. <laughs> Wait, you can smoke marijuana in DC now too, right? Yeah, you can, yeah, it's it's legal. You can, it's legal to smoke in your house. Okay, so this you, know, you can't you can. Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. All right, I thought I lost you. I just lost the music. All right, so, so we're going to just dub this the Bud Bowl then. <laughs> Will we be celebrating or uh, we're going to be celebrating kindly in the end of this game. <laughs> Redskins are going to come out uh, or finish this game. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a defensive battle. But the Redskins are going to come away with another solid victory, 24-21. Then in, a Broncos quarterback? They wait. Didn't they resign? Um, didn't they resign? Uh, that guy they had. Hotweiler. Hotweiler. What's his that name? Was a bum. Osweiler. They resigned. He robbed Cleveland. And Houston. <laughs> Cleveland. Anyway, is RG three still on Cleveland, or did he get cut? Huh? He got cut. He got cut. He, he, he's a, he's in the win right now, man. He's not playing anywhere. Nope. No. Soon no. for the CFL. <laughs> yep, he's, well, he's he at home with his 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 other girl. They chilling, man. Yeah. You guys are wrong. You guys are wrong about that because by December thirty first, the New York Giants are going to go through a few quarterback injuries and they're going to take <laughs> RG three off the street. <laughs> Redskins are going to march in against their old comrade, RG three. The only problem gonna, this time. You gonna break his knee? RG three is going to get hit by none other than. Ryan Anderson. <laughs> and unfortunately, he will not play another football game as his knee will be will buckle. I hate to say it. <laughs> he will fumble. The Redskins will pick it up and win. Not that it would have mattered anyway because they were already going to win this game. It's going to be 41-17. to 17. Washington to end the season. Ooh, what's that? Home field? And that's it, dudes. Aaron's Precarious Predictions 2017. Go to your bookie today. Get those odds. <laughs> anyway, dudes, um, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, coming on the podcast, even though it was, you know, it was really interesting having everyone on here. I think it worked out pretty well. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. Oh, this is the greatest. <laughs> um, so anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, let me find the music. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week um, hopefully Redskins will go in and get a victory tomorrow um, against the Eagles and uh, we'll be hitting you up on Twitter during the game tomorrow um, you guys got anything to say? my yeah. weekly stress attack is back yep it's back for at least yeah, go hell to the Redskins hell to the Redskins go next go Caps go Wizards go Mystics right. <laughs> hey, they're in the playoffs. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, hopefully Redskins will get us on the right track tomorrow, and we'll be happy come Monday morning. Hail to the Redskins. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, 
Joker. <laughs> it's hard out here, man.